0: Well, welcome to King's. It's great to see you here today. And if you're joining us online, you're also really welcome. Um, We are encouraging people to increasingly step into in-person services. So if you've made it into the room today, you're so, so welcome. And if you're still watching online, of course you're welcome, but we want to continue to encourage you to step towards us and connect into community life. Starting a new series, Today, just across the summer, it's based in the Psalms. When I was um, around 24, 25, I was working for a company called Siemens. I was in sales and marketing. And then what happened is I got a, I I got headhunted. It never happened to me before, hasn't really happened since. But what happened is I got this phone call and this guy said, oh, we've heard about you, you're amazing. We heard you're a fantastic salesperson, da-da-da-da-da this company would like to employ you. And so I wasn't totally happy where I was, so I thought, I've got nothing to lose, I'll investigate it. And I ended up making a decision to move from one company to another. And I went from a large, uh, quite a large corporate company to a small business. Uh, And I started, everything was fine, these were nice enough people, not a vast difference between those I'd worked with before. And then we went away on a business trip. For the first time, I went away with my new colleagues. And at the end of the day, they said, right, we're going down the strip club now. Uh, and it was like, oh, okay, I- I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. I, I kind of don't do that type of thing. But at the same time, I didn't want to kind of, uh, I'm trying to, you know, build a relationship with my work colleagues. Uh, so I- I've i never been a people pleaser. So I just said, look, hey, guys, that's not, I'm not really, that's fine. I don't mind going down the pub for a drink, but I'm not going to go down where there's, Uh, uh, you know, a strip joint basically. Um, I didn't win the argument, they went. I decided to go back to the hotel and I had an evening just eating on my own. And it it, it was challenging. Ultimately they respected my decision, but I think it's really important as we get into the psalm, you'll see that the company you keep is really important and ultimately shapes who you become as a person. To put it in a positive, another, a situation where, uh, many of you know that I, grew up, I had a bad experience at education. Uh, I, I, uh, I think it's possibly because I was dyslexic, undiagnosed, so I don't know, or just lazy, I'm not totally sure. But anyway, I, I left school with no exams, and then I went on, I did okay in business, uh, and then, but I felt the call of God, and as a part of feeling the call of God, I was offered to go to Bible college. I wasn't sure about this. Uh, Why would I want to go to Bible college? Uh, Education hadn't served me. And a part of my maturing process was to think, actually, if I was to get in the company of other committed Christians that are learning uh, kind of theology and the scriptures better, that's that's a good group of people to hang out with. And so ultimately, when I've matured a bit, uh, around 27, 28, I went to Spurgeon's Bible college and I'm very grateful I did. Let's, uh, let's read Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Uh, This is the first Psalm, it's a Psalm of introduction to the whole of the 150 Psalms we find in the Old Testament. It's it's like in the wisdom literature, so it's a little bit like Proverbs and it's kind of got wisdom for life here. And the way the scriptures handle the wisdom literature is that it simply tells you how life works most of the time. So if you apply the teaching of Psalm 1 most of the time things will go well with you if you apply the principles and the wisdom within the psalm. Uh, Occasionally there are circumstances outside your control, but most of the time, if you uh, wanna be blessed, apply the teaching of Psalm 1 and things will go well with you. The wisdom of this psalm is that the choices we make, the people we hang out with what we meditate and read has consequences. Consequences that would prosper our life and mean that we are fruitful in season, or there will be other fruit, not so good fruit maybe, bad fruit, gone off fruit. And so therefore, it's very important that we apply some of the truth of this Psalm. Ultimately, the choices we take have consequences in the person we become and the life we live. And the psalm starts with saying, it's really important who you walk with, who you stand with, and who you're sitting with. And I, I, when I think back to the occasion when I was invited to a strip club, I was thinking, I made a good decision there. I didn't walk from where we were working to the joint. I didn't stand as we went in, and I didn't sit down and have a drink while all the so-called entertainment was going on. I uh, chose to walk in a different direction and stand and sit on my own uh, because if you don't make those type of decisions, it will impact the character of who you become. So who are you walking with at the moment? Who are you standing with? Who are you sitting down with? All of us, have a very precious commodity. It's called time. How do you use your time? Who are you walking, standing and sitting with? We we all have the same amount of time. Uh, We have certain responsibilities related to our employment or investing in our marriage if we're married or our kids if we have them. Uh, But we all have the stewardship of our time. Who are you hanging out with, basically? Are you making choices to place yourself alongside others that shape who you become? That's one of the things this psalm teaches us. It comes in a negative. It says, you know, be careful who you walk with and stand with and sit with. Or as... um, uh, Proverbs say, he who walks with the wise becomes wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Or 1 Corinthians 15, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So you can actually be someone of good character, but if you start associating with people who are different to you in their value system, and they become your predominant circle of influence, in the end it will impact you. Now we're called not to get out of the world, we're called to engage with it and if we are it's very important that with the commodity of time we have is we ensure that our foundations are in a good place which means that we need to hang out with people that we want to become like, sometimes more than those that we maybe don't want to become like even though we are called to love them and reach them for the gospel. Now this flows right into our cultural weakness, I would say, of individualism, that we see ourselves increasingly as an island. I'm a Christian, and we we think I'm an individual Christian. We don't think, as the scripture teaches, corporately. And so therefore, actually, even if you're watching online, it's it's potentially dangerous for you if you're not connecting with other believers regularly because that's how you grow through the connection of being in company with others that are trying to follow Christ. So who are you walking with? Who do you sit down with? So, you know, it's great that you're watching or you are joined us uh, in, in one of our meetings today. You're so welcome. Good choice, everyone. Good choice. Have you signed up for a group? Are you planning to sign up for a group when we get into our you know, really exciting, it's going to be challenging our race and justice series. Are you going to get in a group? Because at that point, are you going to grapple with these issues of other believers? Because our culture is grappling with it and we want to have a biblical view and we want the scriptures to shape our response to these issues. But it takes time. And I don't know about you, I've got a limited amount of it and I want to ensure that I have enough fellowship with the saints that I will grow in God and stay in God. Um, So that's the first thing, who you're hanging out with basically. What's the company you're keeping? If you wanted a blessed life, hang out with people with good character. Psalm then goes on, let me repeat it to you again. Blessed is the one who delights in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. So this is a positive, it's saying, if you take the choice and decision to meditate on the word of the Lord, day and night, this will impact the person you become and it will flow out in season with fruit, as if you were a tree planted next to a great water supply. If you wanna be blessed, read the word of God and in that you flourish. Blessed is the man or woman who meditates day and night on the law or the word of the Lord. Uh, it was interesting, wasn't it, that uh, about 15 years ago, Willow Creek did a survey of thousands of Christians to try and find out what enabled spiritual growth. And they discovered after this you know, extensive research, which is extremely helpful, that Christians grow by reading the Bible. They do grow by being with other Christians. They do grow by uh, attending church. They do grow by giving and receiving and serving and doing all this. But the thing that provides spiritual health is the reading of the Bible. And I thought to myself, they didn't need to do the survey. All they needed to do is read Psalm 1. Because it says, if you want to be blessed, meditate on the word of the Lord day and night. Well, I don't know how you're doing. My experience over the years is uh, you kind of go ebb and flow through this. uh, And sometimes when you hear this type of message, you feel absolutely awful because you haven't had a good week. And so grace to you, uh, as the scripture goes on, later on it says that our righteousness will protect us from judgment. So therefore, if you're in Christ, then you're righteous. And therefore on the day of judgment, you're okay because Jesus is standing there beside you. But if you wanna stay healthy spiritually, then there's no shortcuts. It's who you hang out with and it's whether you're looking at the scriptures. And like you, uh, I, I have seasons when I'm doing well and sometimes when life presses in and I lose the rhythm. I'm in a good rhythm at the moment. I found this year I'm doing, as uh, I think uh, I think Scott Marks revealed on a Sunday, I'm doing the HTB Read the Bible in One Year app, and I follow it, and I tend to be an early riser, and then around sort of 10, 10.30, uh, I, I don't do so well. Uh, the scripture says meditate morning and evening. I, I, I'm, I have to confess I'm better in the morning, and so that's um, uh, what, what I've been doing, uh, and I found it fantastic. It uh, just Getting down, cup of tea, sit in the chair, open the app uh, and get into the scriptures. I found uh, Gary Thomas's work, uh, book Sacred Pathways very helpful a few years back where he said that to feel connected to God, uh, there are seven different pathways. Do you know your pathway to connection? They are relational pathway, intellectual pathway, serving pathway, Contemplative com- pathway, activist pathway, creation pathway, and worship pathway. And I look down there. I, th- I can tell you which are mine. So mine is relational pathway. I, I will. If, if I prefer to pray with other people uh, than I do on my own. I like being with people. I find they uh, uh, make me accountable and encourage me. So I, I'm. 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 I'm a relational type person. I'll, I'll leave the intellectual things to, to Andrew Wilson and uh, they they kind of connect to God by lots of reading. I do read, but I'm not a massive reader. Serving, not so much. Mm, not sure about the next one. I'm not sure if I can even pronounce it. Um, uh, that They tend to be people that, my wife is more like this, so she's more internal, like so. I mean, she's happy to just sit in a room on her own and be there with God, and I'm kinda like, I'm gonna wanna go and interrupt her and things like that, and I get told off, and all those type of things that don't happen in any other household. Activist, that is definitely me. I am, let's go for it, and as I'm going for it, I cry out to God, help, help. Creation, I love creation, mountains and the sea. My preference is, if if I'm by the sea, I feel connected to God, it's just, just, just me. And then yeah, worship, I love listening to worship songs And I love corporate worship, I love it. It's why I wanna be in the room. And um, if you've come to King's for any length of time, whether I'm standing at the back or at the front, I'm like, oh, let's let's go for God. What's your pathway? It's good to know what it is. And then in the time you set aside, ensure that you have a pathway that connects you with God. Um, As I said already, you can access on your phone or on your iPad or wherever, uh, the Bible on You app. Uh, I occasionally would be reading a book alongside my Bible readings. I might read half a chapter or a chapter just as a part of my devotions. And I recommend two uh, from our teaching pastor, Andrew uh, Wilson, Incomparable, outstanding book. I've, I've used it twice. And then his more recent one, God of All Things. Just great books to... Uh, introduce aspects, attributes of the character of God that fuel your soul. Or oh, I've read in the past uh, Pete Gre- Greg's book, Teach Us to Pray. These are great resources that can uh, aid us to take the Word of God and meditate on it and apply it to our lives. So the Psalm is saying, if you, the wisdom of the Psalmist is that if you want to have a blessed life, keep good company and fuel yourself on the Word of God. And if you do that, it will shape your life and you'll be blessed. Be wise with who you walk with and be, be wise with what you read and your input. So think about what you're, you know, we're not as um, wise as we think most of the time. We should Be considerate of what we watch and what we read and what we expose. It shapes us more than maybe we'd like to admit. Uh, Where the psalmist is saying, hang out with the right people and read the book. And then lastly from me today, he says, be planted. Our lives are like a tree planted um, next to streams of water. Now in the scripture, water very often represents the work of the Holy Spirit. And so if you think your life is a tree and it's been fueled by the Word of God, then you want to ensure that you continue to stay open and, and walk in the Spirit and ask for the Holy Spirit to bear fruit like we see in Galatians 5, of self-control and patience. And so you're, you're saying let the Word of God, the people I hang out with, and the Spirit of God shape the person I become, the character I become, and therefore that will ultimately bear fruit in our lives. So where are you planted? Are you planted, say, for example, in a local church, this one or another one, where you are rooted? And so when the winds of life come along, that actually you're rooted, you're, you're, you're secure, you're regularly hearing the word of God, you're regularly experiencing God. And lastly, I just want to draw you to this phrase uh, today. It says in verse 3, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. I don't know about you, Uh, we are so far away from uh, the farming, harvesting world, particularly those of us that live in urban, uh, uh, living an urban life, is that, that I sometimes think we forget the process and the seasons that are in place before you bear fruit. So I don't know about you, I walk into... Sainsbury's, and I want some raspberries and take them off, put them in, and I'm, yeah. Um, What I haven't done is planted a seed, watered it, seen the plant grow, uh, see the blossom, and then see the first part of the fruit, and then allowing it to ripen, and then at just the right time, it bears fruit. I think that for many of us, we live in a culture that as Freddie Mercury once sung, Queen, I know, go with me if you're young. They were a great band, but he sang, I want it all and I want it now. I want it all and I want it now. And that's the culture we live in. In fact, some of the biggest brands in the world provide us everything we need now. And the danger is it so shapes how we experience life. We expect fruit in our own life to be similar. So let's just look at some of the biggest brands in the world, Amazon, Prime, Amazon, it's just amazing. I mean, recently I ran out of Coke at home. It was Sunday, I needed a Coke. And so I thought, what am I gonna do? I tell you what, I can go on. I literally went on, I don't normally use it. I found on the food delivery service that someone, i paid a little bit of money, not a lot. I had Coke in my house. I didn't move anywhere within two hours. I mean, I'm that lazy that I couldn't walk out down the road and get it. I just, just amazing. Or more recently, we went into the Apple store, which surely is the best consumer experience in the world. It's Deb's birthday, we family gather together to buy our a watch, that's what we did. I know, we're generous, I know. And we, uh, we went in and it was just an amazing experience. This person comes up, they talk to us, we just stand there, the product comes out, it comes out and we pay there, da 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 da, it's all done, we're out in a moment. I, I, I say to the guy, I said, I've done this before but this is the most positive customer service uh, that I experience. Deb loves the box so much, she's not sure she wants to throw it away. I mean, how sad is that? But it's just like instant service. I mean, obviously, uh, there's been fast food for years, but I don't know about you, if I'm the fourth in the queue on a drive-through, I'm starting to get a little edgy. I think, wait a minute, how long is it gonna take me to get through? We're so used to instant, instant text. I mean, I WhatsApp people around the world and I'm having communication back and forth within seconds. It's just, I'm so used to the instant, Google, if I want to know anything about anything, I can literally in a millisecond get a whole series of information into my life. <laughs> and so we've kind of like, and these are, the, these are some of the leading brands in the world. And it's great, I'm not like, I quite like fast food. You know, it's not all bad. But what happens is that culturally it could get ingrained into our worldview that character and fruit is is equally as instant. This is why I will continue, while I'm the pastor of this church, remind you of my favourite leadership quote, one of them anyway, Jim Collins, overnight success takes 20 years. If you think you're going to get instant fruit in your life without ensuring who you hang out with, investing in growing as a Christian, and understanding that fruit comes in season. It doesn't come every day. And sometimes it comes in the medium term, whether it be your career, your kids, your marriage, your investments, that life wisdom, as from the Psalms, and, and from the harvesting cycle that if you were a farmer, you'd be very aware of, is it tends to come at the end, not so much instantly. That's a big challenge for us because we only encounter God here and now, we want, to, uh, we want things quickly. And uh, I guess I understand that one level, but if you wanna to to live a blessed life, you have gotta be in for the long term. And that means that you might not see all the fruit you wanna see as quickly as you'd like. The dangers with that is you give up on God. You give up on a group, give up on reading the scripture. You start coming to church every other week because there are other pressures. And before you know it, you have drifted and the choices you've made means that you won't bear good fruit, where if you stick in and continue to be faithful in small things, then what Psalm 1 says is most of the time, you will have a blessed life. And that's my prayer for you today. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, uh, we thank you that ultimately our eternity is secure in, in what you have done. We know that, Lord. But at the same time, we wanna bear fruit in our life. And so, Lord, as we reflect on this message today, we reflect on who we're walking with, the company we're keeping, uh, what we're doing to invest and fuel our soul through different pathways, reading the Bible, uh, fellowship. And, Lord, we, we say help us in a world that is always moving at such a fast pace that we would understand that real fruit comes through faithfulness not in days, but in years. And we pray to your glory. Amen.